You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. At this point, I'm just becoming afraid that my theories really are correct because I'm telling you it's this. It's making you sound less crazy, actually. N- no, this new addition to it. It's I mean, weird. Clearly, that's a calling card of some kind. I've, I have some, I have a few theories about that too, about the calling card. But I'm telling you. It is ramping up in your apartment. You I, should be a little bit worried. Okay, number one, you have the bug the other day. That's a sign they disturbed something, so they're flocking out. It. Then on top we do of that... We don't talk about the bug anymore. No, we but, don't talk about the gift bags. We don't talk about the bug. Ever. Well, yeah, but the bug happened. The oh. bug did happen, and it's something I think you need to be aware of. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on... The Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, very important news right at the top. Want to remind everybody, of course, as usual, if you're going to be doing any online shopping, where it's where you go online and you purchase things, Sarah. Now that, let's back up a minute. There's something called the internet. Now, the internet you can go on to on any kind of a device that you have available at your fingertips nowadays, and you can get on there and go to the, the World Wide Web, wherever you want to go. Now, if you can do that... You can also shop because what do we? What does everyone hate the most, Sarah? What does everyone absolutely hate? This is a universal truth. Donald Trump. Malls. We all hate going to malls. Nobody likes to shop. Nobody likes to go out to uh, and interact. That's just with people. you. I, I think uh, people like to shop. I mean, I prefer to shop online, but I'm not saying I actively hate. Well, I'll, going to a shopping mall. Like it's fun to people watch, and sometimes there's some great savings to be had. Well, I mean, I'll go to places like Asylum or some place like that. That's mm. different. That's where I want a personal experience. But otherwise, we all hate the shopping mall. And now you don't have to do it because you can go to the Fun Employment Radio Cyber Mall. And do your shopping right there. If you go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, right on the right-hand side, it says Cyber Mall. It's safe. It's easy. You don't have to talk to anybody. You can order whatever you want by clicking on those links. Nobody's going to judge you so or So you can care. order in your underwear when you're going to the Cyber Mall and Absolutely. through the links. Like, you can't do that at an actual mall because you'll probably no. get arrested. Uh, trust me, the Fun Employment Radio Cyber Mall has no security guard that's going to come and stop you from shopping in your underwear. No, we want you to have the freedom to do that all you want, wherever you want. I'm saying the Cyber okay, Mall that's enough now. is the best, best place to go. FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Cyber Mall link. Yeah. Okay. We have a lot of things to get to, including, I think we just start off with this. We start off with the most exciting news that's possible in in my theories oh my coming God. becoming a reality. It is. So, this sucks. Actually, that's the one thing I didn't okay. realize like how happy it would make you. I am so happy right now, and I have so many different ideas and questions for you to start off with. Let's just let's just give a base All a right. base background. Sarah. Lives in an uh, well. Greg, of course, building. lives in a in a converted attic in a house that he owns in Southeast Portland. Yes, and I have two roommates in the backyard, and yes. I share a fence with former meth heads, now Russians. I but we're not talking about my house. No, today not your house. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting distracted by people asking about if there's a food court in the cyber mall. Well, you can order food at the cyber mall. I'll bring you something. No, I wouldn't bring you something. No, you wouldn't. No. You'd eat it all yourself. The beauty of the Cyber Mall is you can order whatever you want. And By the eat way, can I just say you're making me, speaking of food, Greg's making me feel like garbage today. He's sitting there over there eating like a healthy salad, like homemade salad. Yeah. And I'm, I ate a grilled cheese sandwich. 
This is really bothering you. Is it this is throwing really you off? This isn't me. the topic of the show today. I know. This isn't what I, was... I know. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna focus. But I'm just saying. But it seems like you're rubbing it in my face. Like, look at how healthy you're What eating. am I food shaming you or you're something? Food shaming. Like, me. I'm not food shaming you. I'm, I'm just eating my a delicious grilled cheese sandwich. So I'm just trying from the to coffee eat... shop, which I will talk about later. But um, but yes, I did actually. I'm just... Whatever, I'm just, just trying don't. to eat a little healthy, but yeah. now it's apparently bad. I can't. Oh, I'm not allowed great. to eat. So by you healthy. eating healthy, you're saying that everybody else is eating unhealthy. That's no. I am not saying anything. I'm not posting pictures of my food. And anyway, uh, sorry that's upset you. I'll hide my salad from you so you don't that's have okay. to look. Thank at you. It. Yeah, it's just taunting me. You keep moving it closer to me. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. We'll hide it. There it All is. Right, so anyway, so there's Greg, avocado in it too, and blueberries. Oh. Just so you know, avocado and blueberries. Ew, together. Yeah, it's delicious. Okay, you're weird. Anyway. I live in an apartment complex uh, here in southeast Portland as well, about a couple miles away from Greg. Um, I live uh, closer to like the Hawthorne District. And my apartment complex, as I've talked about before, used to be an old uh, loggers hotel. Yes. It's been a lot of things over the years. It used to be a hotel until I believe it was converted to apartments in like the late 60s, early 70s. Okay. So it's been apartments since then. But I mean, it's kind Probably of it's a weird old building. How many units would you say? 60 units? or Probably like 80. 80 units? Okay. 60, 80 units. Okay, yeah. something like that. It's pretty big. It's it's many stories tall and it's very old. Weird which hallways. Which means when the big earthquake hits, I'm totally dying. I mean, oh, that's yeah. just, you're, I'm done. Yeah, you're done. That, I was actually, not going to worry about that. I was awake thinking about that tonight. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah that's happening. Um, but, uh, so my apartment's really weird, and it's been so many things over the years, and I think when they've remodeled, they haven't quite filled in things or, like, uh, taken out things uh, as much as they have just kind of covered them up or, like, mm-hmm. you know, closed them behind a locked door. Well, let's go through just a quick rundown of things at your apartment complex. Number one, when you first moved in, there was the crazy cat lady down the hall. Yes, the angry cat lady. Angry cat lady who would stare at you or anybody that showed up there because I visited a couple of times and she glared at me. And then she was like walk down the hall and like walk behind me and like kind of peek around the corner mm-hmm. and to stare see at what you. apartment I lived in. It was so creepy. Yeah. And then she'd yell at me all the time and she'd scowl. I'd see her on the street. I'd be like, oh, hello. She'd be like, mm-hmm. she'd like make noises. Oh, like growling yeah, noises? Talk, yeah, she'd make like a noise. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. And then, so so that happened, and you had, yeah, Crazy Cat Lady, and then she mysteriously disappeared. You had Hot Fish uh, Girl that was in the apartment complex. Oh, that complex. was the loud girl. That's, yeah, that was kind of a complaint thing. And then you had the, the next-door neighbor humpers. Then you had the humpers up above you mm. with the owl humpers. They, they sounded like owls. And then you had the weird girl who was right next door to you who claimed to be an attorney. She's still there. Claimed to be an attorney. She's totally an attorney. Living in an apartment complex in southeast Portland Dude, in 80 units. you have to be an attorney in order to afford an apartment in southeast Portland at this point. Uh, I don't think it's quite. It's bad. It's, it's bad. It's pretty damn terrible. I'm just saying. Uh, soup Guy. There was Soup Guy oh, also. Oh, Soup Guy. He lived a couple yeah. of floors up and would leave soup in front of your door. Like he'd leave me present soup. Mm-hmm. Yes, present soup. There was the mysterious bathing suit top that disappeared. Oh, my bathing suit top. And Which then we it, never did solve that no, mystery. No, no, no. Yeah, because I had left it down in the laundry room and someone then had left it hanging from my doorknob. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where apartment. we're getting into some of my theories. So that happened. Just weird. Disappeared for two days and somebody brought it back, not even knowing. Technically, they wouldn't even know which apartment complex it was or which apartment uh, you lived in. No, nobody knows what apartment I live in except for yeah. the real attorney that lives next door to me. The quote-unquote attorney. She's a real attorney. Sure she is. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and so so the, all that's happened. Then recently, things have really spiked up. Okay, 
I, actually, I take that back. There was something else that happened for quite a while ago because the basement of this building, which I have been in also, has a bunch of storage units and like a bike rack thing. Yes, yeah, like most of the units, like some of the units get um, a storage unit along with theirs because like my apartment's teeny tiny. I would have never been able to move in there with all my stuff if I didn't have the storage unit. So it's like a decent sized storage unit. Yeah. So I can keep like some you know, like furniture you're not using and like, but that's, but therefore it makes it look, it looks like a storage unit down in the basement and it looks terrifying. It looks mm-hmm. like a murder dungeon kind of. It does look like a murder dungeon. And it looks then, like people are being kept in cages. Like those don't look like stuff cages. They look like people cages. Well, maybe they were. And so, so in addition to that, a while ago, and there's still a couple more things before we get even to, up to what, what you have found now, there was when you were snooping down there, I believe with your friend Lisa, you two were snooping away. And you discovered that room. There was a door that was unlocked mm. in the basement. A fully furnished that you shouldn't have gone in. Room. That you went in, and it looked like somebody was living down there. It's yeah. not an apartment. And this was like way far down. So I was talking about all the cages that people have uh, for their storage. Or this people. was like halfway, like three quarters down, like as you're going to the back of the apartment building. So it's pretty far back there. And then there's just like a space where there was a uh, where there was like a gap in in the cages. And there was a door there that I'd never seen before. And, um, and yeah. what did Snoopy do? Snoopy opened the door. <laughs> well, the door was ajar. A oh, sure. That means you can just walk right into it. I mean, it's apartment property. So, I mean, I thought that it would be okay. God dang it. We keep getting those spam calls. Uh... I mean, it was my apartment, so I thought that it was okay. So, I mean, looked in. Yeah, it was kind of creepy. There was an old sewing machine. Um... There was a lamp with like feather boas on it. I remember mm-hmm. a carpet. There were a couple chairs. The walls had like curtain, like curtains on the walls. And then the creepiest thing was a poster. Remember this? Yes. An old timey poster that just said "Big Brother is watching you." Yeah. With the with the face on it. Like this. This is not made up. I have a no, picture this, of it somewhere. Like yeah, you there was posted a, poster a picture said, at one point. Yeah, Big Brother is watching you. And then there was like a big mirror or something. Mm-hmm. So this so is that all down ha- there and. You had the person who had packages that were being delivered, but they never picked them they up. They never picked them up. There's a new one of those in my building, which I was kind of worried about because it's like it's like free baby stuff. I think they got on some mailing list because it's like I don't think there's not a baby in the apartment. Building, okay, we're starting. By to, the way. Okay, I have theories about where this is going. So there's wait, somebody's delivering baby stuff to your no, apartment there complex. Are these- there are these boxes that have baby pictures on them, you know, like for, from like Babies R Us. And this or is by like a community, like where you'll get your mail. It's like our community mail, mail area. Yeah. yeah. And so I know this person lives in the building and I know that they don't have a baby. I actually really do know this. <laughs> Wait a minute. How come you have never talked about this? All right. This is. Wait, they're getting baby stuff delivered to them, but they don't have a baby? I, yeah. They, I don't know if they have a baby or they got on some mailing list because, you know, you get weird shit in the mail sometimes. But it's like free, like here, here's your free baby things, and like there are these boxes, but they keep piling up in the hallway because she's not picking up the free baby things. Wait, she have a baby. wait, wait, wait a minute. Okay, how often had you have you had baby stuff delivered to you? I suppose never. Yeah, I can tell you, I've never had that happen either. I don't think that's an accident that she is having baby stuff delivered to her. But you said she does not have a child. She does not have a child. No, and, and she's oh, never picked it boy. up. It just stays out there. It's the same box. I think it's a spam box or something. It's a baby thief. We, we a, have... Okay, I'm... We do not have a... Actually, I have even more ideas. Okay. Oh, man, I've got so many theories to get through. All right, really quick, though, just to run down the other strange things before we get to the newest strange thing. There was thing the Narnia uh, junk mail box. Oh, yeah, the junk mail box where everybody would shove their junk mail through this slot. And then it turns out it was... There was no bottom to it. There was no place to remove the junk mail. It was just a slot in the wall, in between the walls that people were shoving mail in. And then eventually... It never occurred to anyone to, you know, empty. 
Yeah. Ever in in like the five years that I was there. So 400, 500 pounds. Who knows how much junk mail. It was enough to land on bicycles and flatten all the tires. <laughs> so, I mean, it was. Burst through the Burst through the, the floor. ceiling. But it was enough to break a pipe. To yeah. burst a pipe, to break through the things. Um, yeah. And to flatten tires of the bikes that it hit below. And then there was the uncovered room yeah. the hidden room that was just discovered recently this was a couple of months ago where they were what was it they were doing some work on something and they were fixing i i, I believe they're fixing some sort of pipe issue because it, it, that's more toward the center of the building and they had cut into what they thought was the wall to get into the pipes and as they cut through the wall uh it turns out that there was a room that was not on the plans, that was right next to the mailboxes, like this just random room. It almost looks like, uh, I don't know, it's about, it's probably about almost roughly the size of the studio, about like 10 by 10 with, um, a, lower, with a lower ceiling. This is probably, this is bigger. So like it's yeah. probably like uh, like 10 by 10 okay. the room was. And it, it also had a dumbwaiter in it, like dumbwaiter access. Yeah, because somebody had clearly been living in there and yeah. they sealed them up. Nobody, they didn't find any bodies. I was there when they had just discovered mm-hmm. it. And the reason is, let's get into my theory now. And this is yes, what I've been room, talking I, about. I will say that I did talk to the landlord and the landlord did specifically tell me that this was not in their blueprints. And? They didn't know where the, they, did, they had no idea that there was a room in there. And the reason, this is where we get into my oh, theory. Jesus Christ. It's not 100% true, but it's about as true as you can get. I mean, I can't find any plausible way it's not true. I believe there is a man that lives in the walls of oh Sarah's building. Oh my god. That is he not clearly true. has places he can go. He's got he had his hidden room in the basement so which like, you invaded. He's got his other hidden room on the first floor or whatever whatever floor it is. He's like the Phantom of the Opera. This man has been living in the walls. Now, he was raised in this apartment complex as a young child, but he was ostracized. He was trouble. It he was, was a problem. It was in the early 1900s. And then he decided to escape from his abusive parents into the walls where he lived the entire time. And they knew of it, but they shunned him. They moved. They got out of there. The kid sealed himself up. And then, moving into the walls, he was able to go from apartment to apartment because nobody's there the entire time. For him, every every room in that building is his apartment. Because what? You're not there right now. That's his apartment right now. He may not sleep there tonight. He may sleep somewhere else. He's going through your fridge. He's going through your things. He's trying on your clothes. And then he'll scatter like the wind right back into the walls and scurry through. Now, I think a good sign was the fact that you had that bug in there the other day because he brought that up when he was running around. He's hidden in these walls for years. He's lived there by himself. Wait, he why is, is the, the wall bug man. a good thing? Well, the bug's not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all. Oh. It means he was just in there. Probably Wallman had opened up the walls and was in there, scurrying around your room. You came home suddenly. He wasn't expecting it. He closed the door. The bug had already gotten out. The bugs were in there. That's because he was just in there. You just saw the evidence. Now it kind of sounds the like the Temple of Doom mixed with the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, there's bugs in there. So Wallman is scurrying around all through this building. This is where he's lived, I don't know, 40, 50 years? I don't know. Who knows how old Wallman is? But he's there, and he's been disturbed now because you broke into his uh, little abode. He'd he'd made himself in the basement. That's been years, though. It's been because they locked it after I went in there. And then they sawed into the wall and discovered his one hiding spot where he could sit and watch everybody coming into the building and do whatever... Wallman wants to do. He has access to the old dumbwaiter system so he can scurry wherever he wants to go, get into every apartment. And now there is further evidence that my theory that Wallman lives in your building that has just happened. Sarah, please explain 
the new evidence you've uncovered. I don't want to. Oh, fine. Did I? Well, no, I don't I know will how do to. It. All right, you don't know how to, and I'm not going to have you haphazardly. All I know it. is the picture I saw, and that's all I needed. All right. Wall man's real. Wall man is real. Wall man is real. Wall man is real. So yesterday, <clears throat> in the same basement to which there are the uh, most likely ex-human cages, um, now there are storage yep. units for people. Uh, that's also where everyone keeps their bicycles, the ones that were also flattened by the 500 pounds of junk mail that had not been cleaned out for years. So anyway, so I'm there. They've you know they fixed the junk mail system. I no longer fear parking my bicycle down there. I went and uh, locked my bike up. And it's always weird because they have a couple weird con- like people who work in the building that will like do odd jobs. Like they'll be like the repair people, or like cleaning or um, you know, like fixing broken things. I think that randomly my um, my landlords give these people like temporary apartments in my building. So I'll see them all hours of the night, and I'll see them. It's- They're hanging out there. The repairmen are hanging out at all hours of the night. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That's it's not normal. It's not terrifying. Well, yeah. somebody's got to bring Wallman supplies every oh, now and then. Oh, shut up. No, so anyway, so mm. it, it had first, scar- uh, first startled me because there's this, do- this first door that I never see open. I've seen it open twice, and that's where the video system is in, our, uh, in my apartment complex because they have security cameras. And so I've seen it cracked open before, and I've never been able to go in there because there have been people in there every time it's been open. But I got to take a peek, and there are some Wait, TV screens. so you snooped. I looked. I accidentally grazed my eyeballs over the room. Like, that's just what happened. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I saw these. So I saw this one particular con- uh, construction, or, like, worker. I don't know. He's a worker. He doesn't just do construction. I see him doing a all minion, kinds of things. A helper. Was, uh, the minion. He was a minion. And I see him, and I recognize him because he's been there for years. He was the one a long time ago that uh, was responsible for moving my scooter. Remember that? Oh, that, that's, that's a, a whole, whole separate thing. Yeah. I'm just giving Greg just a little... If, if you're an old-time listener, you'll know what that means. But um, so I saw him, and he's in the room, and it startled me because I had my headphones on and I was and my helmet, and I was uh, you know getting my thing up, and I see something move out of the corner of my eye, and of course all I'm thinking is bugs, and I see it, and it's just a, you know, a guy, and he just kind of looks at me, and I like wave, and he kind of smiles and just slowly shuts the door. I'm like, okay, that's creepy. So park my bike. And uh, after I usually drop it off, there's a back way to get into uh, the building, so I don't have to go all the way uh, back outside and around the building. And Another the entrance. Another entrance. Okay. And next to that entrance is a door. And this door has been always sealed, deb-bolted, and U-locked, like, since I've been there. Wait, deb-bolted and U-locked? Yeah, it had a, oh. a deadbolt with, um, with a lock on it, like one of those, right, like a master lock. And then it had like this weird U-lock thing that was also master. And it's on the side where you're walking, so you see that. I can tell you right now, that's not keeping something. That's not keeping you from getting in. That's keeping something from getting out. That's what that's for. There is a reason the lock's on that side. It was odd, and then there was always. Yeah. It had this one tiny circle in it. Well, it still does. It has this one tiny circle that was cut into the door. It's about uh, I don't know, like an inch and a half in uh, in diameter, and it always has a, a security camera coming out of it. Wait, what? Yeah. This has always been, it has a glowing security camera. I always thought it was a fake one because it just, it, it has a security camera cut into the hole of the door and it's there and you can see like the little lights So it's around. watching you when you walk by? Yeah, if you pass by and go up the stairs to go back into the building, then yeah. There's a security camera on that door and it also points back toward, if I can give you some perspective, uh, that the door is facing 
the um, the units, the storage units. Okay. So basically, like it can see down the main aisles. There are like three or four rows of storage units, so it can see at least like a couple of them. Okay. If someone like passes by, they get over there. All right. So let's point to that. So somebody can watch from inside. Okay. We'll or gather it, that if it's a security camera, they can pictures. watch from anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And that has been closed and locked. Forever, I've never seen it open ever, 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 ever. I then just who's, figured, I just figured it was like the electrical system then or something. Who's maintaining in there? the security camera? I don't, Greg. Do you want me to continue my story? Do you I'm wanna, just asking. Do you speculate I'm after? just speculating. Okay, continue on. Continue with the story. Sorry. So I, I finished locking up my bike, and I see this, and I'm like. Oh my God, I see this, uh, you know, when you're very familiar, like I've locked my bike downstairs hundreds and hundreds of times. And uh, when you finally see something and it kind of throws you off because it's different than the hundreds of other times you've seen something. And I see this like blue out of the corner of my eye as I'm getting ready to head up the stairs in my apartment. I'm like, what the hell is that? And I look and then it kind of clicks. I'm like, wait, that door with the security camera that's always been like locked, like two or like with two or three locks is open. And there's nobody around. Like I saw that weird guy who was on the other end of the of the basement, kind of slowly like smiling and closing the door as I saw him. Wait, weird man was smiling at you? No, he kind of smirked. I, I was like, a hey, and he kind of gave me a hey, and like closed the door like as he was looking at me. I'm like, that was creepy. But uh, you got to give him a name. Carlos. Carlos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Carlos was smiling at you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I see this, I'm like, holy shit, I've never, I didn't even know, like, I thought it was going to be like a bunch of wires or like like electrical panels or something. Wait, I so it was no just idea. cracked open? It was, no, it was, it was, yeah, it was open. It was open. Like, somebody had swung it open. Like, all the locks were off. They weren't broken. Like, the locks were hanging from their hinge it, things. It got out. It did not get out. And uh, so I saw this, and I had no <gasps> idea what it would be. And it was so weird. I know who Wallman is. You okay, do anyway, okay. all right. So anyway, I'm like, oh my god, shit! I, I get to finally see what's behind this door. So all I can see is like a little like glowing blue kind of thing. I'm like, that's weird. What's going on there? And so I finally walk up to the door, and I st- and you know I didn't step inside at first. I'm just kind of looking in and, and looking around, and it's a giant old air shaft, painted blue, that goes all the way from the basement, up to the very very top of the building, and then opens up into the sky. Like it's Wait, one of those an open old, air an shaft. Open air shaft. That I have never seen before in my building that's painted. And also, the weird thing was, there are many weird things about this. It was very odd. Um, and it, it's always been locked. I don't know why it's always been locked. It had the security camera in there. And it was painted bright blue. The inside of this old, like this weird, like, I don't know, kind of uh, ma- like matted, I don't know, like a little, like faded bright blue. Okay. Like at one point it was... How wide is this shaft? It's probably about like five feet by like, and it was longer. Five feet. If that's how you held out your arms, that wasn't five feet. What is that? Four feet? That's, no, that's like three and a half feet. Okay. So probably like three and a half feet by like five, six feet. So it's longer when you walk in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And... Uh, and it was all blue. So it was, and you know, since it was sunny yesterday, this is making it glow blue, which is why it looked blue when I saw it out of the corner of my eye. So just straight up. Now, is there a drain at the bottom or what? No, it was just completely 100% all cement. There was no and drain. And just complete open air. Complete open air. N- yeah, now that you mentioned it, yep, there was no drain. Unless there was one in the corner that like was next. There was probably one maybe in the corner. Okay. Like uh, where I, where I'd stepped in because you know, there's a lip of the door, uh-huh. and I stepped in there was probably yeah because it would have to drain with all the rain and everything, so there has to be one. But yeah, it was open. It was not there wasn't a glass top or anything. I could see birds flying across. Like it was completely open air. 
Okay, um, it's being asked. Uh, Tony says, sure, it was not an old dumbwaiter shaft. I don't think that would be open air. No, not it wasn't open air, and, and it was also lined with windows. They weren't like... There were windows that looked into the shaft? There were windows that looked into the shaft. Wait, like usable windows? I don't know if they're usable or if they're painted down, because some of the windows in my building are uh, old, and they're like that blurred, the blurred glass, so you can't see through them. Uh-huh. And like sealed shut? Yeah, and they'll be painted. Like, there's a lot of things in my building that are painted sealed shut. Like little, um, like old, you know, like milk delivery doors that are everywhere in the hallways and everything. Milk delivery doors? Mm, that's where, like, the milkman used to, would, would stick the milk delivery. Into the window? No, not into the window. They're along the floor. So basically it's like a little door next to your uh, to your apartment door. And they would open it. And, like, for deliveries, people would, like, stick the delivery in there. And then you could open it from the other side. Do you have one of those? Yes. But you it's, have a but little it's sealed. Door? But it's sealed, yeah. Huh. Okay, mm. I had no idea about this. Okay, anyway. Um... All right, so you've discovered the shaft. That sounds wrong. But the the key is what else you found in there. Yes, it was kind of weird. This is where my evidence, this is where my theory really comes to fruition. All Sarah, right. tell everybody what you found. All right, so I did find... In the hidden shaft that's been locked from the outside the entire time. You've lived there for like five years, and now more is revealed. Yes, so it was open... And I did look up and I noticed these little things because I was just looking straight up and how like tall it was and it was like this tunnel to the sky basically, and um, a tunnel to the sky. <sighs> and uh, then I started noticing these little orange things. I'm like, what are those hanging? And it was the weirdest thing. They actually somebody at some point in time. I don't know how they would have done it, but. Um, they strung up a bunch of like paper mache or like plastic, some sort of like papery plastic product, a bright orange goldfish, like these these makeshift like goldfish were dangling like across like and around the shaft thing. Makeshift goldfish. Yeah, they were makeshift goldfish. And I do have. What's that from? Damn it. Can I interrupt really quick and just answer this motherfucker? Sure. Okay, we're interrupting in the middle of this segment. This Just do it before you hang us up. Hello. This business has been pre-approved for a small business advance. This opportunity is straightforward and very simple. If you are the owner or decision maker and have been in business for at least one year, we can get you approved for an advance with no collateral, oh my. no minimum payments, and no advance payback schedule. And Just the best part is you yep. decide how to use the money for your business. The information is free. So to learn more, press 1 now. To be immediate. Thank you for reaching. This call is being recorded for quality assistance. Am I speaking with the business owner? Yes, sir. I am a business owner. Okay, sir. Are you uh, seeking a different additional information on receiving? I'm sorry, cut out there for a minute, young man. Would you like to receive more information on receiving capital for your business? Well, yes, I would actually. That would be a wonderful thing. I'm always looking to expand and extrapolate my business properties in more in a more uh, efficient manner. Certainly, absolutely. I'm okay. a capitalist. <laughs> okay. Have you been in business for uh, six months or longer? I've been in business for 37 years, young man, and I appreciate a little respect okay. on that matter. Well, of course. I mean, all, all, all due respect. Um, does your company make at least 15000 per month in gross? 
Well, you know, it ebbs and flows with the situations and the economies and the matter on who's president and those kind of things and who's in the Senate. But, you know, generally speaking, I would say, yes, I am uh, quite successful at what I do. It's a very unique product, but I am looking to expand. Okay, I can transfer you to a fund manager, and what they'll do is let you know what funds are available, okay? That sounds... I'm sorry? Yeah, may I have the name of the company? Well, I would like to just let you know, it's uh, Derek's, yes. my name is Derek, and it's okay. Derek's Fishing Hole is the official name of the business, Derek's Fishing Hole. It's fishing, no G on the end. Oh, fishing, okay. Yes, and Derek, two R's, an I, and a K, and then an E at the end, because my mama was, was weird. Okay, I uh, respect it, man. All right, so let me transfer you to my fund manager. And uh, you'll hear brief music playing in the background, Derek, but I'll still be on the line, okay? Lovely. Lovely. All right, one moment, Derek. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I took Hello? Yeah, one moment, Derek. I'm, I'm still on the line with you. One moment. Oh, no problem at all. No problem at all. I was just looking forward to the music. Like some tunes every now and then. Hi, <laughs> Derek. Hello there. Yeah, I'm still here with you, Derek. All right, I'm still here waiting for the fund manager to come on the line. Sounds great. You ever do any fishing? Fish yet? Yeah, I'm, I'm quite quite new to it. But I, I do expect to go fishing soon. Hey, hey, what's up, Derek on the line? His company is Derek's Fishing Hole. Derek, nice uh, talking to you, sir. You have a good day. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Good afternoon there, Derek. How are you today? I'm doing all right there, All right, it's good to hear. All right, Derek, so you're a business owner that would be interested in some funding. Sound right? Well, we're looking to do a little bit of expanding on my business. As I was telling your compatriot there, I've been in business 37 years, doing really good with my fishing hole. I'm a fishing man. I live it. I breathe it. I swim it. That's what I do. So your business is uh, basically referred to as a fishing hole, is that right? It is correct, sir. Now, the fishing hole is on my property. I own that property outright. The city cannot invade that, and uh, the rules are according to me. Now, what we do is I've uh, dug a very, very large hole, and uh, we have it lined. We've got different tanks for different kinds of fish, uh, so people can go out there. They can get a bass. They can get a cutter. They can get a scooter. We've got some bottom feeders, depending on what they want, depending on the season, depending on uh, what the runs are coming in. I got you. I, I, I heard the catfish like hot dogs for bait. Does that sound right? That's true, but we don't deal with catfish too much, but I do believe they do like that. Okay, okay. So what is it that we could use some money for there? What, what was your first name again, sir? My name's Derek. That's D-E-R-R. I-K-E, because my mama was strange. So here's the deal. Here's what I'm looking to do. I've had this fishing hole going for a while, but right now I've been looking at what's going on in the media and what people are wanting, you know, and and there's a lot of other fishing holes that have opened up and people are doing all kinds of different things with it and they got their own uh, systems going and I need to stay one step ahead of the game. And where I'm at right now, I've got private property and I've got enough room I can't expand. I just need some money to do so, but I need some more holding tanks for what I'm aiming for. 
What I want to do is I want to get into some more bigger, more sport fishing, but in a more controlled environment. So you don't need to go to the ocean or go down to the Floridas or the Mexico's or wherever. You can go into my backyard and you can fish your own big game right there. All right, man. So is this thing generating revenue where you uh, deposit into a business bank account? Yeah, I mean, I do deposit it. I mean, what do you think of that idea? You think that, I think that's a pretty solid plan. I'll take feedback. You like sport fishing? Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't call a, a hole in the side yard sport fishing, would I? Well, no, sir, that's the thing. You're not understanding where I'm going with. We can get the big fish. You don't need right, to fly up somewhere else. You can hunt them right there in my backyard. We'll get a big hole. You're It'll be like deep. Drop a blue mar- you're you're, you're, you're going to drop a blue marlin and I'm going to troll my 68 Viking through there and catch it? Well, you don't have to troll. That's the thing. You don't have to worry about bringing in a boat. It's going to be a very big hole. And you can sit there and you can fish whatever kind of big game. I'm, we're, we're, the thing is, it's unregulated property. We can have marlins in there. We can have a big old halibut in there. Hell, I may even put some, well, I don't know, one of them blue whales, whatever the whales are that you can get, you know, that, that, that no regulations, like I said, and we pump that back there. And that way you can do whatever you want to do. That sounds like a hell of an idea to me. Let's get it going. Can I buy in? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, sir. How big how big a hole you want to dig? <laughs> yeah, there's the limits the bottom, right? That's limits the, limit. the bottom, man. We'll go all the way to China if we have to. Alrighty, man. So like I said, no government regulations on private property. Where are we going with this conversation, you think? Well, what, sir, I would like to do is get some funding. You called me. I want to know what you can do for me, quite honestly. We got got some funding programs for you, my man. But we're going to be limited by the amount of money you're generating now, unfortunately. So talk to me about that. Well, why don't you talk to me about what the levels are, and then I'll give you a little bit of what I can give you. I mean, I'm just right, yeah, I'm man. just laying out a golden idea. Now I'm wondering, can I trust you on my business side? Right. Oh, I know you don't know yet, but you can certainly trust me. I'm 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 all about a blue marlin in a in a golf pot, fishing pond or whatever the hell it is. It's a fishing hole, and it's a big hole at that. Uh, hey, guys. Might even be our slogan. Right, well, maybe we could put a driving range on one end, and they can hit golf balls over the top while we're fishing. Sound good? Ah, uh, that's a possibility. You're gonna love being part. You're gonna love being partnered with me, bro. Well, all right then. We can definitely think about doing that. I tell you what. I tell you what. I know. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna decide right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some thoughts about this because the thought. I'm I'm a little bit confused on this whether or not I'm ready to get into business. I got other prospects. I got other people interested in my fishing holes, and I gotta line up all kinds of lines on getting them fish in there. You know, without the government seeing, probably have to get a launch pad or a landing pad to helicopter them in from the oceans. So that way, people can hunt them. I tell you what, I'm gonna take my time. I'm gonna decide on what I want to do. But in the meantime, I'll give you a call back. You don't call me. I'll call you. All right, well, hold on, bro. You don't have my phone number, so you know, I, I did want to get, you know, like a, 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 a file of this podcast that we've been making here. A file of what now? I think I'm on some kind of comedy podcast. How's that sound? Well, sir, I received your phone call. I know. I didn't call you, though. You don't have my phone number. You really want to do business with me? I've been looking to do business.
right. So look, let's 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 roll this a little further here. Then you know, it sounds like you got the time. So how much are you depositing a? M- <laughs> <laughs> that was enough. <laughs> you did good. You did good. Well, that motherfucker. So let me just say this. This is. Unrelenting. They this just is- call this. That was the fourth time while we were doing this show that they call from that number, and I've asked to be removed numerous we times. We ask every day to be removed, and it's that same damn company every day. And uh, yeah, it's it's just getting out of control. So anyway, back to where we were at. So I was talking about the goldfish. Yes. 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 The goldfish. Okay. All right. So I did actually take a picture of this. So the thing I did, I was looking at the you know at the the old air shaft that was painted blue uh, that I'd never seen before walked in and I was looking around and finally I noticed that somebody had dangled little orange goldfish across the uh, like across the like the entire thing it was the most strange thing to see and that is the thing like that's that's the sign so who could get up there like how high up were these the goldfish probably about like 12 we're back to the shaft here yeah back to the mystery shaft the tunnel All right, now I'm gonna post a picture right now of of the shaft Oh wait! Why didn't that post? Oh, you you gotta you gotta go to a different thing. You can figure that out. Well, I'm asking you some questions yes. here. Uh, so, you're going to. So it's in the shaft. Somebody has strung up goldfish in this shaft that has been locked and sealed for who knows how long with a security camera on the other side. We haven't even gotten into the security camera as far as where that goes because that's something I really want to know. Was it was it wired into something? Who's monitoring that? Was there a television monitor back there? Could somebody see what's happening? But more importantly, someone has put up... Now, were these like paper goldfish or... They were like paper plastic. And at first I'm like, oh, maybe they're like some sort of, um, you know, like flags or like some sort of notifications of like, I don't know, like some construction thing. No, but then I looked and I could see as I was like standing on my tippy toes, I could see like they were styled as if to look like goldfish. Like they had little mouths and like tails and things. Oh, it was odd. Oh, that's weird. It was really odd. That's weird. And what that is, is clearly a sign... Back to Wallman. That is a sign of Wallman decorating what he thought was his private property. That was his private area, and he decorates it with goldfish. The goldfish probably have some kind of meaning because somebody's put them up there. I mean, and you're not fucking around. It really is. There's goldfish strung up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's creepy as no, hell. In this, in this place that has been locked up, and it really isn't close to any windows either because I'm looking at the picture, and the way that as low as they're strung down, like there aren't any windows below that. Oh. So I quite don't know exactly... What's happening? <sighs> okay. Further evidence that my theory is true. Wallman lives in there because there's no way you can get those things that high up the wall. What's the highest up it was? Uh, I can't tell. I don't know. I was really afraid that the uh, that Carlos was going to come out and like tell me to like get out of. I the, mean, why the, would there be goldfish on the walls I don't of know. this air shaft? I don't know. It was weird. And there is a picture of this. You can go to funemploymentradio.com. We'll put it on this episode. Mm-hmm. Man. Wallman. Oh. Yes, it is Wallman. Wallman no, is, is the Wallman. reason. Wallman, there's no such thing. You are seeing the evidence right before your eyes. Either Carlos is Wallman, which I doubt. I don't think Carlos is Wallman, or he wanted you to find that. This is even more weird. Okay, so you said when you were looking at that door, you turned around and you saw Carlos slightly smile and close the door to his little room? No, no, that was when I was locking up my bike. He did that before, before I was walking over. Because he knew you were going to find it. He wanted you to see the air shaft. He wanted you to see the goldfish. Because he knows you're getting closer to discovering the truth. Maybe he's letting you in on it. 
Maybe he was testing you I to see been, what like, you would do. I have been like almost the longest. I, I'm think if if I am not, I must be in the top like three of the longest long term tenants. There. He is trying. He is trying to get to the bottom of what's going on there. Or, or he's trying to <laughs> clue you in to it, Sarah. What? I don't want to say you're in danger because I don't think you're in danger. What you, but like, I think there's going to be and, do- and ghost right I now? think there's going to be a lot more revealed to you because they're testing the waters. They've chosen you. Seeing how comfortable. Wallman has chosen you. Now I don't know what that means, but Wallman's probably pretty lonely, and he sees you and you shun other people in the apartment building, and you s- scurry into your little hovel. You know your scurry into my <laughs> hovel. <laughs> well, I don't asshole. Mean it. I don't mean it in a bad way, but you know you just you got, you got your. Studio apartment, it's your, you shut, lock yourself in there. I do. You lock yourself out from the outside world. I mean, I'm not saying it's a hovel. It's not in bad shape. It's a very nice studio, but it's, you know, it's, it's your little box that you hide in. It is. And I love it. Much like Wallman hides in the walls and in his air shaft where he's left you a present of goldfish that he's made. Because he thinks you like goldfish for some reason. It was very clean in there. I think that was maybe they opened uh, it to clean it. Uh-huh. That's probably why it was open so that they could clean out the. Or leaves maybe and it's things. kept clean during that time because Wallman keeps it clean. It's Wallman. You have somebody living in the walls of your apartment building. That's the bottom line. That is the bottom line. There, there are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That is what's going on. Whatever, Greg. That's what's happening. Okay. Wallman. It was My odd. theories have been proven true. You're going to find out more and more strange things going forward. And they still have kept that, uh, that room at the end of my hall that they discovered that wasn't on the weren't wasn't in the blueprints. Uh, it's still sealed up with a piece of plywood, or like uh, whatever the big like a big you know piece of wood. Yeah. Covering it. They haven't done anything. It's been months. It just sits there. That creepy room just sits there behind like a thin piece of wood. Oh, man. It is kind of creepy because I pass by it. I, I can see it from my apartment every day. I'm like, I know there's a room in there, and they haven't done anything to repair it. They're just leaving the you know big wood board there. It's just there so that way he has easy access. Mm. Oh, man. Sarah, this is just... I'm really, really learning a lot right now, and I'm, I'm like I said, I'm not... I'm just a little nervous. Maybe you. Carlos is trying to warn me, and he's not... Actually, that's, that's actually a good point. I think Carlos is trying to... Yeah, Kel says that. Yeah. You got Carlos is warning you? No, yeah, I think that he might be warning I don't think me. he's warning you. Carlos would be way more in line to be up, uh, in in uh, league with Wallman. I think Carlos and Wallman have an understanding. Carlos has been around a long time. Carlos lives down there. Wallman needs a little bit of help with Carlos the outside world. Carlos is pretty young. Well, Wallman needs a little bit of help with the outside world. Like food and stuff? Well, no, he steals food from the different apartments because he's got, basically, he's got 80 apartments that he lives in. Yeah. Just uh, never one for There's full day. There's nothing for him to steal from me. Surely somebody's on vacation at any given time in that apartment building. I think I have some equal packets and uh, I think a little bit of white wine. Well, maybe he doesn't eat so much from your apartment. Mm-mm. But there's others, I'm sure, that have food, <laughs> like normal people in their refrigerators. So I'm sure he's finding somewhere to eat. You know, maybe he just likes to go to yours just to chill out, just relax, lay down on those pile of clothes that you got. And just uh, take no, a little snooze. No, I finally snooze. got brave enough to move the take pile of nap. clothes. I decided I wasn't going to let the bug break me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to let the house centipede break me. Mm-hmm. Even though I still, like, I like I can go for, like, bits of not thinking about it for a few minutes now when I'm there. and like, But I still can't go barefoot in my house. Yeah. Because I'm afraid I'm going to step on it. I'll never sure. be barefoot again. Okay. Never. All right. Mm-mm. Well, wall man. Yeah. Wall man's in there. So there we go. Oh, That's the theory. Man. More proof. Oh. If you have any theories of why there are goldfish hanging in an air shaft... That's been locked with three locks. 
and a security camera on it in Sarah's apartment complex, and it's not Wallman, please email funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Because clearly, it is Wallman. So everybody in the world is going to send me an email who listens to this show saying, yes, it's not Wallman. No, they're going to say, I'm, I was going to... I was going to dispute it, but Greg's evidence is sound. It's factual. It's really the theory is almost a you know, theory is almost pretty much proven at this point. All we need to see is um, you know an actual visual contact with Wallman, which could be Carlos. He's not ruled out. And I think has anybody else seen Carlos? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, I'm positive. I think. Have you been around anyone else when he's there? Well, no, I don't really see a lot of people. But yes, uh-huh. he's there. He's working in the... Bu- oh! Okay, let's just not be... He's been you Let's not be silly now. Let's not be Carlos silly. Carlos Wallman. Carlos could be Wallman. No. No, he is just... He's just a normal, like, worker guy. He's fine. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't know. All right, what's going on with you? Let's, uh, let's deflect off of me and onto you. Uh, well, I thought we were going into some world of crazy. <sighs> We can't. All right, as long as it's not my world of crazy, I don't want to keep thinking about bugs and things in my apartment. Okay, well let's let's do a little bit of world of crazy. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome. To my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, first up a story out of Pittsburgh. A Pittsburgh man's attempt to impress his date failed horribly as he found himself suspended midair in a small space between two buildings after he had decided to try and impress her by jumping from one building to the other. Trying to do his own little, like, Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, Pittsburgh Public Safety Department says that the man attempted to jump between the two buildings before falling about three stories and getting stuck in the gap between the two buildings, he's okay. Uh, but police <laughs> said that the 22-year-old, his uh, last name is Pitt, uh, the 22-year-old was suspended five feet above the ground for more than three hours after getting stuck in an 18-inch wide gap between the two buildings. Apparently, it gets closer as it gets further down. He didn't know that and proceeded <laughs> to fall in. Was, was the person impressed? Uh, that is the question that is not answered, okay. actually. Well, because it's still pretty impressive. The man's date called 911. Fire crews had to break through the walls of one of the buildings in an attempt to free him. Please tell me this is like a first date or... I hope so. It's like, it says that it was a date and not his girlfriend. Hey, check this out. <laughs> Look at me. I can jump between the buildings. Now, would that impress you? Mm, sure. Okay. All right. Sure. Uh, said that there were... Yeah, so people did... So paramedic had to rappel down the three stories to render assistance <laughs> and get a landmark as to where he was by feeling out the sides of the building to see where they could break through. Uh, well, the man was eventually removed from the walls and wheeled to an ambulance on a stretcher as he gave two thumbs up to his date as he was wheeled away. <laughs> well, he this suffered, guy's a badass. I know. He suffered a broken ankle during the fall, which required surgery, but uh, he was in good spirits considering the embarrassing situation. There you have it. Ollie, they don't say his name. I think... Uh, yeah, it just says his last name is Pitt. There we have it. All right. I've never heard of this. Have you ever heard of a, super, a, a Catholic superstition of breaking rocks to break bad luck streaks? No. And I, I mean, guess this is a Bolivian Catholic. Raised thing. Catholic, but I don't know that one. Yeah. Well, this only happens on the third week of August, and uh, this is for Bolivian Catholics specifically, but Catholics from all over the world, if they go there, uh, they'll participate in it. Break rocks, huh? Yeah, so thousands of Catholics gather on the outskirts of uh, the capital of La Paz to take a swing at fortune by breaking rocks. 
So this rite is performed to call for the blessing of the Virgin of Urkupina. I don't know. Yeah. Well, legend has it the Virgin Mary appeared to a shepherd girl to instruct her to take rocks from a dried river that miraculously turned into silver when she reached her home. No word on why they took that and decided it means, oh, we're going to break the rocks. Yeah. So uh, so this was happening yesterday, and it's continuing on this week. So um, people were striking rocks to improve their fortunes. So the, uh, so the superstition is that when a rock is easy to split, that means their wish will soon be p- fulfilled. If they have uh, difficulty striking and splitting the rock, it will take more time. Which I'm not thinking this really sounds like strict Catholicism because one of the followers says, you can ask the rock for a house, a car, or all of your wishes to be fulfilled. I broke a rock on the second blow, and then, and in the third attempt, I've been able to buy a house and also a car since then. <laughs> I'm not thinking that has to do with the rocks. So I guess a lot of people come and like I to participate. I guess I need to go to Bolivia and break some rocks. Yeah. I guess a lot of people uh, like to travel there to go and participate in the rock That's weird. I've never money. heard of that. I've never heard of it either. But thousands of people go, and this is a thing that they do. All right. All right. Uh, another country. All right. We're going to Oslo, Norway. The leader of Norway's Liberal Party is facing criticism now, harsh criticism now, from colleagues after she was caught playing Pokemon Go during a parliament hearing. <laughs> she was playing Pokemon Go. So I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name. She's a member of parliament and leader Wait, of... Wait, try. Trinsky Grande. Oh, that isn't that hard. Trinsky Grande. A member of parliament and the leader of Venstre, the Liberal Party, was seen uh, openly playing the augmented reality game during a Defense and Foreign Affairs Committee meeting <laughs> about proposed military-based shutdowns all around Norway. Uh, so <laughs> other people who were uh, who were on the panel were saying it was pure and simple disrespect to sit and play Pokemon during a serious hearing that would have serious consequences. Uh, it showed uh, other, one, other people who were there said it also shows lack of respect for voters who are here... Um, in the parliament today on important issues. So people were there, you know, to stand up for their issues. And meanwhile, this idiot's yeah. playing Pokemon Go <laughs> as she's supposed to be listening to these things. Well, Grande said she stopped playing the game after complaints from participants, but she defended herself uh, that her accusations were uh, against accusations that her actions were disrespectful. She said, some of us have heads that listen better when we do something brain dead on the side. We're not all alike. It helps me focus when I can focus on something not as important. Yeah, that's not a good excuse. That's not an excuse. Um, yeah, so anyway, so she pissed off a lot of people and doesn't think there's anything wrong not paying attention to parliamentary hearings. There you go. Norwegians, there you go, liberal, man. Yeah, liberal Norwegians, man. Okay, this story made me laugh. Now, do you remember centuries ago, this uh, guy who used to, people used to know who he was, this guy named Rush Limbaugh? <laughs> yes. Okay. Old, loud. Yeah. White. Just getting into politics today. Mm-hmm. I'm really political. Yeah. Super political. Well, Rush Limbaugh. Okay. Rush Limbaugh has now made it its personal mission on his radio show to warn fellow Americans that federally paid lesbian farmers could at any moment be invading your town. So be on the lookout. <laughs> yes. Wait, lesbian farmers. Lesbian farmers sent. Okay. By President Obama. This is a true story. Obama's Lesbian Farmer Brigade. Yes, you got it. All right, so of course, nutbag conservative (laughs) radio personality Rush Limbaugh is convinced and is trying to convince his followers that President Obama is funneling tons of money into the lesbian community. Why, you ask? 
Well, of course, to train them all to become farmers and invade the conservative red states. Oh, well, it makes sense. I mean... Yes. Uh, so Limbaugh on his show, uh, let's see, a few days ago... <laughs> Uh, his show is uh, aptly named The Rush Limbaugh Show Says Have you heard about The agriculture department's Financial grants To lesbian farmers What they're trying to do Is convince lesbians To, to become farmers He then goes uh, on to say Don't we need more farmers Isn't I that a good thing I think we need farmers He said uh, He goes on to say He's never heard In his life Heard about anything You know With lesbian farming because that doesn't exist whatsoever. Um, they kind of, That has existed for a very long time. He said, I've never known that lesbians wanted to get behind a horse and a plow and start burrowing. Because... Yes. Oh, this is breaking well, in, my brain. It's well, in fact, uh, since the 1970s, there have actually been uh, feminist, female, and or along with uh, lesbian farm communities. Uh, there are sure. also farm communes uh, when they had women's land. I'm sure there's everything. Yeah, that's... yeah. So this has existed for a long time. So, but this was news to Rush Limbaugh. I so think he the, felt the, the key is the idea that it's a uh, it's an organized effort to. No, this is this article made me laugh. It says uh, Rush Limbaugh, after finding out that uh, women and lesbians sometimes like to farm, he took to the air- uh-huh. airwaves to warn of the impending lesopolis or lespocalypse. There it is. No, he didn't say that. No, that that's what I said. The, the article. Okay. Said. Yeah, but he said. Here comes the Obama regime with a bunch of federal money and they're waving it around. <laughs> all you gotta do, all you gotta do to get it is be a lesbian and want to be a farmer, and you're good to go. <laughs> well, so far nobody's been able to find the sign-up sheet for lesbian farmer money, but I will let uh, anybody know who's interested. But Rush Limbaugh warns that they are marching toward your red state. Okay. And finally, thank you to listener Jason who sent this to me. I actually hadn't seen this, and this has World of Crazy written all over it. This is out of Ohio. Um, an erratic Ohio man has been arrested after he was caught running around on a sidewalk, acting like a gorilla, and furiously masturbating. Oh, boy. Yes, uh, he's facing a disorderly conduct charge for doing all of those things. So, uh, responding to 911 calls about a pair of white males running around a parking lot, taking off their clothes, uh, Warren City Police Department cops uh, encountered a man by the name of Timothy Cook, 32 years young, who reportedly had been growling and punching the ground. Now, Cook, a witness uh, reported to officers, had entered a a state motor vehicle's office and began waving his arms around. He then exited the building and began, quote, furiously, well, began furiously, quote, masturbating on the sidewalk, end quote. (laughs) When the cop subsequently approached Cook, the suspect was sweating profusely. They used that profusely. And acting like a gorilla, that's what they wrote in the police report, <laughs> Cook was squatting on all fours, punching the blacktop, making strange noises, jumping up and down, and screaming non- incoherently. While Cook was detained without incident and placed in an ambulance due to his erratic behavior, paramedics treated him for an apparent overdose, so the police records don't show what he overdosed on. He was charged with disorderly conduct while intoxicated. His other white buddy, Osman LeMasters, was busted on the same misdemeanor count. No word if he was acting like a gorilla and or furiously masturbating, but... Okay. Yeah, but uh, they were both arrested for this. Uh, So this wasn't the first time Cook was arrested. It is, in fact, though, the first time he was accused of acting like a gorilla and touching himself in public. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. That's a good thing for your record right there. That's not embarrassing at all. No. No. Stay off the drugs, kids. No. All right. But I think we've done enough work okay. for today. Well, we do want to give a shout-out, though, before we go. Yes. Well, we've got two. We've, one, we've got a happy birthday. Okay, cool. And it is to Mr. Mike Phillips. Oh, Mike Phillips. Mike, it's it's Mike's birthday, and so we just want to say happy birthday to you, sir. All right, hang on. This is not pulling up, of course. Oh, of course not. 
no, no. that's why I fucking would it. Well, if it doesn't, then you have to sing it. That's kind of how funny. that works. Mm-hmm. No, that's what that's. I think that's the official rule of how that would work. I also uh, do want to note this. I've had two inquiries regarding birthday rules um, and some stipulations that need to be worked out. People have some questions about birthday rules, and I will get to those probably this week. They weren't. They didn't look like they were time. Time sensitive. Time sensitive, but uh, I will work out those rules. So All right. For Larry and Jen, I'll get to those. All right, Mr. Mike Phillips, happy birthday, bud! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Hot damn right! Boom, boom, boom. Excellent, and we need to give a shout out to the man who claims that I cursed his. NFL team. You always I, do. I disbelieve that. Mm. I don't believe that at all. Paul. Paul Vinko. Hey, bud. We heard you just got out of surgery. We hope that you feel better soon. Yes. Please get better. And then come back and visit us. And then come back and visit us. I'm sure Rush will be coming through any day now. Rush the band, not Rush Limbaugh. That's going to be a little confusing. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Not not that. Yeah. Maybe him, too. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know either of their schedules. Very well. Mm-hmm. Efficient show today. Yeah. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Tomorrow on the show, I believe we have Nate from BTU Brewing oh, stopping very by. Cool. Yeah. Which will be awesome. I like it. Gearing up for the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup on September 18th, where we want to see everybody out at Landmark Saloon. It's going to be a show. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's our last event for a while, so come on out. Yeah, Save September the date. 18th. Save the date. September 18th at the Landmark Saloon. Mm. Save that date. Yes. All right. Uh, coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Geek and the Sit Down. Yeah. Geek and the Sit Down. Why do you say it like that? I don't know. I just It feels so natural to say it that way. You've just started that and just never stopped. I started it a long time ago. I know. I've been saying it that way for years. I know. I don't know. Geek and the Sit Down. Is that like me in Seattle? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. It, just, it sounds weird right. Weird ticks, yeah. It just sounds right. Anyway, <sighs> that is it for today. Thank <laughs> you so much, true. everyone. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. And don't forget, uh, Thursdays are early. We'll be live at 11. Yes, live at 11 for live subscribers on Thursday. Mine first. God. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>